Before we start the podcast, I want to say that this podcast was recorded right before the Mercadito de Aslan Posada at Centro Cultural Balboa this weekend. And in that event, I was able to see the great work that Mary was able to pull off. And I just want to give her a shout out before we start this podcast because that event was truly amazing. It was great to see everybody who collabed, everybody who was working there. It was awesome. And it just showed me what a great show this has been to connect all these different individuals here in the community of San Diego. And I'm very thankful not only to have met Mary, but also how we we met, uh, which you'll hear about very soon. But more importantly, I'm just very excited for what the future brings. Just beyond thankful. Mary, thank you for being on the show. And thank you, most importantly, to close off what has been an incredible season here on Kata Nation Studios. So with that said, I say, hello, beautiful people. My name is Alex Catano, and this is the season six finale of Kata Nation Studios and the final podcast of 2023. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to another edition of Capination Studios. I am here with Mary. Some of you may know her as the resourceful homie. So I want to just introduce you real quick. So Mary, how are you doing? Hi, how are you? Yeah. How's life been? Um, I'm good. Busy as usual. I got to stay home majority of the holiday, holiday, so that was really nice. But it's busy. I go to school. I work to take care of my kids. And so... For the most part, we're busy. And, uh, you know, before we get to this podcast, I personally want to, like, just thank um, the individuals who introduced us. And I think they would love to get a shout out. So, uh, Brian and Anthony, thank you, boys. Yes. Yes. My kids, um, they take part in the after school enrichment program and they speak fondly of you. And we found out you had a podcast and I let my son listen to it. And he's a fan. So actually, thank you, because you truly have, like, inspired Brian in this transition from him from elementary to middle school. So yes, I'm very thankful the kids were able to bring us together. And here we are. Great boys. They basically made this happen. So I got to give them a big shout out. They are my biggest fans. I will tell you that like they, my kids are here behind the scenes with me. So they know and see everything that I do. And, you know, I like that they are, they're in it with me and they're experiencing it with me. And to kind of get a little gist of what you do of work, uh, just share with us a little bit about your line of work and what you do. Um, so I've actually recently made a transition from the world of sales and finance. I was in sales and finance for like six years. And prior to that, I was in the hospitality business. Um, some couple years ago, there was like a shift in, in my career where I knew that I was a great administrative professional, but I always so enjoyed volunteering and um, organizing things and, you know, getting my friends together for things like that. And so I started going to school. Now I'm a program coordinator at one nonprofit organization, which is Outside the Lens. They're awesome. You guys should check out a lot of the things that they're doing. Or they're pretty cool. And then I assist in programs at a Reason to Survive. 
So it's a whole new field, but um, I'm able to bring my purpose and, and my profession together and still serve my community and, you know, do something that brings a lot of joy um, for me and also my kids. Because again, like I said, you know, I also wanted to do something that I would be able to include my kids in and they can be a part of and we can do together. Um, so making the shift from that to working in nonprofits and, you know, within the community has been a pretty awesome experience. So what necessarily like inspired you to kind of jump shift into doing nonprofit? Actually, before we started recording, then the previous day you asked me and you talked about wanting to start your own nonprofit. I do. Um, so again, you know, I'm new to all of it, going to school and things like that. But one of my goals is to register as a nonprofit. Um, I try my best to share resources on my Instagram. Um, although I know I could probably do a little better, but if you guys have any questions, just ask me. But um, what inspired me is is I'm always looking for resources. I am raising my kids. You know what I mean? I'm doing it alone. And so finding free workshops and things like that is how we've managed to get by free, you know, summer programs and things like that. And I'm not ashamed to say it. that's what it's there for. Um, especially for someone who's going to school and, and working two jobs, it, it makes sense. So um, being able to provide that for other people, hearing my friends and stuff, you know, oh, we want to do this. And I'm like, hey, you know what, there's this really cool program or you should just, here's this website, you should look at it. And um, I just really kind of wanted to give back in that way. Because sometimes it is kind of volunteering. It's hard volunteering, you know, in person, but I can still volunteer my time through that way, through my Instagram. And so I want to just continue to provide services or resources for people. Um, and who knows what that can lead into? Maybe, you know, helping, you know, others for the rest of my life, potentially, if that's something that I do decide to move forward with. Um, I guess trying to just make my own dream or story, you know? Exactly. And I know it takes a, a a process and you already brought up that you go to school. What other things have you done to like um, connect with people and get these resources going? You really, oh my gosh, just to show up, show up to, you know, different events, community events. Again, there's so many different workshops that are there that want to help you to, you know, help you find that next step or how to make it happen or even connect with people and work with people and, you know, get ideas and bounce ideas and work together. Um, so I will show up to, you know, Mujeres Brew House. They have a lot of cool stuff too, guys. I'm telling you, there's so many cool things out there that you could show up and you can go and you will feel leaving inspired. It really is um, a community, a sense of community. No. Um, yeah. And that's something that I learned when I started this podcast, you basically get introduced to a whole new world, especially when you are heavily involved in the community. Yeah, there's um, there's a lot going on in the city of San Diego, and sometimes it's really, like, hard. I want to go to everything and do everything and support, but, um, again, I can't, and that's how I'm doing it through, you know, my social hub page. It's, like, being there but not physically. Like, hey, here, though, I can't go. Maybe the next person can, and they'll take somebody with them. Of course. And just share with us, like, the start of, like, putting yourself out there and basically sharing uh, this Instagram for other people to be connected. Um, a lot of my friends encouraged me. I kind of felt silly doing it. I kind of feel, like, silly talking about it sometimes. I um, have a tendency to minimize what I'm doing. And I had, you know, people like you, uh, you know, people like um, my friend Esmeralda. She's been a true, like, you know, voice of... Um, reassurance throughout this whole thing um 
and we're actually going to be doing something together. And she's, you know, you should do this or you should do this. And that it's just all happening. And I honestly feel like I'm rambling at this point, but um, yeah, it's, you just have to get out there, just show up and, you know, make the time to talk to people, to get to know to people, to really be there and support them. And, you know, it'll all come around, whatever it is that you have that you want to do. And that's why I'm doing Resourceful Hub. That's why I'm trying to share resources. That's why I'm trying to find information about how to or better organize, you know, community gatherings or events myself. And um, yeah. Okay. Um, one of the posts that you brought up, and it was like, actually, like the first time we actually saw your face, Um, you've brought up how... <laughs> Tough it was to like show your face. Out. Oh my gosh, yeah. I did not I did not want to do that, but um, you know, I had some people that were like, you should, you should do it. And I was like, eh, I don't know. I really don't want to do that. <laughs> but I did, and I'm glad I did because it really did help me um continue to build relationships in a in a more serious way besides just always being behind the phone. So again, you know, you know, allowing me to okay, like to show up and to continue to try to make these connections and how important that was. So yeah, honestly, Alex, I really don't know what I'm doing. I know that I've been able to see you and other friends that are doing similar things and kind of just want to be of service. And that's something that I want to do. And if there's, you know, anything that I can do to help you or help anybody, you know, reach out. I will like, again, time is always like tight, but I do try my best to, to get out there and, you know, really spread the spirit of volunteering. I feel like um, when people think of volunteering, sometimes it's kind of like, ah, I don't want to do it. But you really do get um, a lot of meaningful experiences and man, conversations that um, it really brings people together. And again, creating new connections, you know, and that's one of the things that I wanted to do is like to bring people through resources and volunteering, different volunteer opportunities. If you're looking to do something with your time that, you know, you can probably walk away with something. I post a lot of things on, on my Instagram for you to, to, to um, go ahead and get out there and make those connections as well. No, of course. And I really appreciate it. Um, you know, a good way for people to like get to know a little bit more about who you are and where people can find you. I always do like posts of like where I am right now, kind of like a vlog. Mm hmm. That would be a great okay. way to know exactly where you are and what you're doing. So then they're like, oh, well, I know. I need to get so much better at that, you guys. So forgive <laughs> me. It's a work in, pro in process. <laughs> oh, it's just little tips that you can learn along the way. But it it has helped to for people to see where you are, where you're connecting, and where um, you find people. And funny enough, we basically connected the same people like around the same time and that's kind of yeah like it, it was kind of crazy how like i i think that's you know how i got them uh tamales from misa you posted something and i was like i'm gonna go i want some <laughs> and i went and they were so good so it's like i'm just gonna post them all the time because everybody should buy her tamales <laughs> they're delicious guys <laughs> and you know then she was like oh you know alex I was like yeah i know alex and then we kind of you know everybody it was all just happened i feel like at the right time and we all get got to know each other um very quickly say the least it's been easy getting you know getting along with you and having um isa as a friend as well yeah she's been great dude she was a trooper at that event if i need it I, <laughs> I, he just went everywhere i'm like oh my god this girl's a trooper oh, yeah she is she's a warrior warrior spirit for sure <laughs> and just to That's like 
share a little bit about your story. Um, has it been tough, like really, like kind of like balancing this world, also being a mom and also being like financially stable to be able to have all these resources? Yes. Yeah, I had my son really young. Um, I want to say I was I had just turned twenty or so, and um, I wasn't living in San Diego at the time. I was actually living in the high desert, but um, at that time it was. It was really hard. I couldn't find a job. I couldn't, you know, figure out what direction I was going to go in. And I had a sister who was living in Texas and um, she invited me and my son's dad to go live out there. And we did. We packed up and we we left with little to nothing, honestly, suitcases of clothes and, and food. And we I got out there and somehow made it happen, you know, um. My son's dad left shortly after I moved and I was living with my sister and she was like, you, you got to get a job and you have to pay rent. And I was like, how am I going to, I don't know what to do. I have here, I have the six month old baby and I got to figure it out. And so I got on the bus and, you know, again, you hopped on the bus, headed downtown and I found a job. I was a housekeeper for a little bit. It's so funny, but I look back at it and man, like I really was, I really was riding the bus to and from work every day, had Brian with me, didn't have a car at the time. And I somehow made it work. And, you know, I thank my sister for holding me responsible in a lot of ways and showing me, you know, how to manage my money and pay my bills and also help me raise my son. You know, my family, they were big supporters as well. And so I spent five years in Texas, probably one of the best decisions, though. I was able to, to like, reestablish myself in build something to come back to California too because I always knew I wanted to come back to California and I was able to make that happen you know it took a lot of hard work and it was it was you know tough thankful I did have a you know good partner at the time and we were able to move back to San Diego I actually didn't have a job when I moved out here but I saved enough money and I was like well I'll just I'll figure it out we don't know what's going to happen but and I had this customer at a hotel that I used to work at. I ended up being guest services by the end of my time there. And she would come, you know, do business in Texas or she would stay at my hotel. And we became friends over the time. And she found out I was moving back to San Diego. And she was like, do you have a job? I was like, well, you know, yeah. Because at that point, I already had accepted a job at Sprouts to make sandwiches. I was like, cool, I'll just do whatever. I'm going to make it work. And she was like, well, I have a job for you. And she hired me as a finance assistant. Um, and I had never done anything like that. And she really, she really set me up for success out here. And she's a big contributor to how I've been able to make it this far too. So, you know, and then shortly after that, you know, I continued to do sales and finance and make it possible to stay out here in San Diego. But, um, until these last about two, three years, it has been a little more difficult, especially with the pandemic. I didn't realize till like very recently in these months, I was like, wow, I, I really was affected by it. And I really did have to change a lot of things in my life that took me away from the things that I loved doing and was doing and um, to be able to come out on the other side of that because it really was a hard time for me and being here and going to school, finding different work, you know, it, my kids are getting older and it's like, you know, it's a lot going on with such little time. And um, so, yeah, but it's the ebb and flow of everything, you know? Yeah. No, I totally feel it. Um, funny that you brought up the pandemic because I always said to myself without the pandemic, honestly, I don't even know the 
show would have existed. <clears throat> and for me, what was tough is that, you know, at the time I had a customer service job at Cafeína. Um, I love Cafeína. I've even half of my guests came through that place, but I knew that I had to like leave to pursue this. And then I still had to get a job, which is how I ended up at it. Right, right. I think it was like the best decision because working with those kids has possibly been like the best thing that ever happened to me and like my mental state, just being able to feel beloved, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what too, like I, I hear you cause I get to, I get to do that in the arts program. You know, we do an after school enrichment program with arts for national city school district and being able to work with those kids and be there and like see them, you know, in action, it's a, it's a lot of fun. And it, it really is a reminder to, to, we have like sort of like a job to do, you know, with that generation, our kids, my kids, I like to, you know, you're inspiring Brian and Anthony to want to do what we're doing right now to carry on and do those things as well. So that's what I look forward to when working with the kids. So I hear you when you say that. No, yeah, it, it is truly like a blessing. And funny enough, because I got the job, I kind of got um, kind of noticed by other teachers and other people like, you know, outside mm-hmm. of my world. And that's kind of like the beauty of this uh, program that I get to do connections this podcast has basically helped do that yeah it's it's you know like i said brian watched all of your episodes so he's told me all about them and i've heard some of them myself you know i can't say all of them but i don't have as much time as brian does (laughs) so um but yeah that's it's definitely i would say is what brought us together the podcast for sure yeah and i know that brian saw everything because uh he started talking about a movie that i made and I was like, how did he find that? <laughs> Brian will, Brian's a pretty factual guy. He's going to come at you with some information. That's yeah, pretty cool. funny. Uh, he went, <laughs> he, he started, he started doing my intro in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that does sound about right. <laughs> it was funny. Uh, but it was, it was awesome to see what the, what Anthony and Brian uh, got inspired from the show. It really meant a lot. And it was like, very helpful. I mean, I even made a post. I didn't say exactly who, but I was referring. I know, to. and it's so funny because I told you after you had said after you posted that, I was like, "Oh, Brian said he saw every single episode," and you're like, "That's who I was talking about." I was like, "No way." <laughs> it was definitely super cute. I guess for you, I want to know what's what's coming next for you um, in uh, 2024. What are your goals that are going to be coming up? I'll continue to go to school, of course. I will be trying to plan things um i have a, a handful of friends that i you know that are close of mine that we are trying to do something this holiday season if you want more details on how to nominate a family you can dm me on my instagram and i can give you some details about the event and we're going to be doing family portraits for the holiday um some family members they have you know parents or grandparents or maybe brothers, uncles that are incarcerated and the holidays are coming up and it's a really hard time for them. And so we figured, hey, we can take family portraits for them so that they can have something to send to their family members for the holiday. Um, And that's going to be on December 9th. That's still 2023, but I'm going to count it as 2024. Okay, guys? (laughs) Because it's next. Um, my friend Esmeralda um, from Fotografía de la Gente, she's going to be helping with the family portraits. And that's on December 9th at Centro Cultura de la Raza. Um, so we're really thankful for them. 
to letting us, or, you know, from La Mexicana events that they're letting us use that space to um, to do this for these families this holiday season. So we're hoping that after this, we can build a community around those families that are secondhandedly experiencing, you know, uh, incarceration through a loved one that um we can, you know, have events or hold dinners or something that can that can help them, you know, um, during that time and leading up to, you know, their loved ones coming out. So there's a lot of work that I need to do that I need to work on. And that's my goal, you know, take as many trainings and go to school this next 2024 is really my main focus. Um, and honestly, I don't have anything solid or set in stone with the exception of something that I'm, you know, doing this month in, in December. Um, but I just know that I want to con continuing to uh, really focus on school and my education. That's my main priority. And um, if there is anything that anybody knows of that they would like for me to share for them, send it my way and, you know, continue to spread the word about um, the different resources and programs and workshops and the endless, um, you know, amount of things, not endless, I'm like, as well during um, the holiday season. And for you, I want to talk about, you know, advice and things that you have received in the past that you probably want to give to all the listeners here. If, okay, if you feel like how I said, like silly or like scary, but um, you, you are second guessing yourself and doubting yourself, like more than likely you should do it because I felt that way about a lot of things, you know, or even coming on here and talking to you and who knows how the end result will be, but um, you know, cause it's just go for it. And it's so cheesy because all the cliche things are really true. You know what I mean? Um, one thing I, another thing I would say is um, to not take things personally. Uh, you know, I used to have a tendency to personalize things or feel like, oh, this or why that. But, um, you know, things happen how they're supposed to take them as they come. I don't dwell on it too much, you know, because it's really easy to get stuck. And I think that um, there's always room for gratitude, just to practice gratitude, you know, for, you know, there's a lot of things happening and going on, but there are some things to be thankful for you know, surround yourself with your community. Again, it's so easy to like, uh, not really want to ask people, which I'm getting better at, or, you know, or take things from people or uh, accept what they're giving to you. But I think that it's it's okay to do those things too. Like, you know, again, don't second guess. So there is a um, bit of a surprise that I wanted to add on to this episode. What? So every episode I record, it's always pre-taped. Like it's a couple of weeks in advance. So like, I already have one that's coming up this week. And then the following week, I have another one. Okay. You're going to be the season finale of this. Uh, oh, really? No way. <laughs> well, I think it's a great way to end the year. You yeah. know what I mean? I, new I, year I, coming and a lot of new things coming. So. Yeah. I think it's very fitting that you would close out the season and, you know, just kind of show like what the future brings uh, for the show. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. That's super neat. <laughs> Give it up once again for Mary. She basically is what I would consider a pillar here in San Diego. One of the OGs to be coming out of this show and has already shown me what an amazing lineup of work she has done um, with connecting all these nonprofits, all these organizations here in San Diego, arguably even better than me. And that is just crazy to see like someone who is just as committed to wanting to bring all these people together here in San Diego. And I'm, very thankful to have met her and I'm very thankful to have continued the show on. Wow, this was a, a roller coaster of a year to say the least. If if you know, you know. 
but I um, am beyond thankful for the lessons that I learned this year, not just in the podcast world, but in my personal life. It's just going to get even better from here. So to everybody, thank you so much for 2023. We will see you all next year in 2024. And once again, I'll say it here. Never forget, we are Gata Nation. And that was another edition of Catanation Studios here on wearecatanation.buzzsprout.com. Make sure to check out other episodes on Spotify and Google Podcasts. And to follow me on Instagram, go to at wearecatanation, Catanation Studios for more.